I'm Steve Sarmento, and this is Three of a Kind. Welcome to Three of a Kind, a segment where I look at three films with a common thread. This week, we take a trip back to high school. The 20 teens have brought us a batch of filmmakers that have been able to deliver high-quality films about teenagers that balance the range of emotions that are an integral component of being a teenager. It's something that hasn't been done this well since John Hughes spoke earnestly for the teens of the mid-1980s. I should know. I was one of those teens in suburban Chicago that saw familiar streets and buildings on the big screen as a setting for stories that showed there was at least one adult capable of understanding what being a teenager was really like. Before Miles Teller and Shailene Woodley were part of the young adult dystopian Divergent franchise, they played two typical teenagers in James Ponsoldt's 2013 film The Spectacular Now. Based on Tim Tharp's novel of the same name, the film tells the story of Sutter Keeley and Amy Finicky, two kids from different backgrounds who find common ground escaping from homes that feel anything but homey. As Sutter Keeley, the alcoholic all-around life of the party, Teller effectively shows the balancing act between being the clown that everyone loves to laugh with and the loser that you feel sorry for. When he encounters Amy after waking on her lawn after a night of partying, we hope that she is the one that will be able to help Sutter rise out of his rut. Despite Amy's ambitions to graduate, move out of their small town, and go on to college, she finds herself pulled down into Sutter's alcoholic rut. The film has its lighter moments, verging on a teen romantic comedy. It's in this balance between the weight of an unknown future and the lightness of a world of possibilities before them that Teller and Woodley shine. The Spectacular Now is rated R for alcohol use and some sexuality, all involving teens. A crucial part of being a teenager is that it is one of the last times in your life that you have a carefree summer. It's a time of freedom and discovery, a time when you can feel like you're on top of the world. With 2013's The Kings of Summer, director Jordan Vogt-Roberts delivers the story of three teens who escape from home to live in the woods. This is hardly Lord of the Flies, but it's also more than a high-concept comedy about living in the woods. Whereas Sutter and Amy had homes where the parents are mostly absent, The Kings of Summer's Joe, Patrick, and Biagio come from homes with loving parents, even if that love comes in a form that is unappreciated by them. Most viewers will recognize Nick Robinson from this summer's Jurassic World. There aren't any dinosaurs chasing him through the Ohio woods, however. Here he has the opportunity to portray a teen struggling to define himself. Robinson's Joe is burdened with a father who is intent on making everyone else around him as miserable as he is. After a family game of Monopoly goes catastrophically wrong, Joe leaves home and with the help of his friends Patrick and Biagio builds a small home in the middle of a nearby forest. The story by Chris Gaeta focuses more on the dynamic between Joe and Patrick, which is further complicated by a girl, which creates the tension that drives the last half of the film. Their enigmatic third wheel, Biagio, is the source of many of the film's funnier and lighter moments. In this story, the parents have a much larger role than in The Spectacular Now. Nick Offerman brings his characteristic deadpan to his portrayal of Joe's dad, Frank, a man who is hurting from the loss of his wife and only makes his kids miserable every time he is with them. As the Keenans, Megan Mullally and Mark Evan Jackson give us two parents that are so irksome that it causes their son Patrick to break out in hives. The arcs each of these families take through the course of the film will give teens and their parents something to laugh about and reflect on. 
The Kings of Summer is rated R for language and some teen drinking. One of my top films of 2015 is the brilliant Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Adapted by Jesse Andrews from his novel, this story follows the senior year of Greg, played by Thomas Mann. A teen who has found the secret to surviving high school is to not stand out and attract attention to yourself. When his mother guilts him into paying a visit, as a favor, to Rachel, who has recently been diagnosed with cancer, Greg is faced with the challenge of engaging with another person on a deeper level than he is used to. As Rachel, Olivia Cook has an irresistible charm that draws Greg and the audience into a relationship that appears doomed from the start. Rachel soon meets Greg's co-worker and fellow filmmaker, Earl. The two of them create intentionally bad remakes of classic films with hilarious pun-filled titles, such as A Sockwork Orange, which is a Clockwork Orange remake using sock puppets. Unlike Greg, Earl connects with people and understands that Rachel doesn't want or need pity. She needs to feel normal. R.J. Kyler's performance as Earl is a standout in this film, and I look forward to seeing this young actor develop into a star. The cast is rounded out with Nick Offerman and Connie Britton as Greg's parents, Molly Shannon as Rachel's mother, and John Bernthal as the high school history teacher that lets Greg and Earl use his office as a refuge from the social battleground environment of the cafeteria. I won't spoil the ending, but as with the two previous films, this one balances drama and comedy, seriousness and lightness in a way that engages and entertains. Known mostly for his work in television on Glee and American Horror Story, director Alfonso Gomez Rejon has delivered a soon-to-be classic teen film. Me and Earl and the Dying Girl is rated PG-13 for sexual content, drug material, language, and some thematic elements. These three films have honored teenagers by handling the conflicts they face with respect, rather than as a poorly executed lightweight comedy with a happy ending and everything wrapped up neatly by the end. Instead, these stories give deserved weight to the emotional roller coaster that is a divining characteristic of the life of any teenager. Each of the films in this three of a kind will bring nostalgia to those of us that were once high school students, and for those that are high school students, hold up a mirror that realistically depicts the highs and lows of growing up. For the next reel, this is Steve Sarmento. Our next three of a kind? Guardians. Animal, Mythical, and Galactic.